2019 is coming to its end. So as our podcast season one. On today's episode, we talked of this year's highlights and a conversation we had with Kambayar from Mongolia. Welcome to Lantundokyo podcast. Today's the season finale of our podcast that we started about two weeks, not two weeks, two months ago, <laughs> uh, with the purpose of uh, disseminating information about Lantundokyo, the nonprofit uh, that has teams both in Mongolia and the US. Here in the office, I have Baltro, Enge, and yours truly, Gesser. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. Yeah. Very excited. Yeah. I can't believe it's almost the end of the uh, season yeah. and and end of the year and mm-hmm. end of the decade. And oh, yeah. End of that's the decade. True. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's Tomorrow so will be 2020. Mm-hmm. New year. Day after tomorrow. Well, no, it's gonna air on the oh, <laughs> that's right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and uh, first uh, season we tried to, um, as Kisira said, relay as, as as much information as possible about the nonprofit, and we had invited various guests, and we have um, episodes both in in Mongolian and in English. So if you haven't heard the previous episodes, please. Um, start from the beginning mm-hmm. so it can hopefully be more logical and yeah make and more sense. Just to remind that the yeah. even numbers are in English and odd yeah, numbers are in Mongolian. Exactly. I actually never realized this but I never thought about it but just realized that having breaks between seasons allows like allows people to catch up on the, the previous episodes mm-hmm. if they didn't have time because mm-hmm. when you constantly add new episodes you can you know build up Mm-hmm. And at some point, it's it, it could feel too much. Maybe that's why you know TV shows and other stuff have uh, have seasons. Mm-hmm. And also, it's a good time for us to prepare for the next yeah. step, right? Yeah. Do you have any? Um, do you want? Do you have any uh, ideas about what season two will be about, or is it secret? No, no. We actually talked about this with the team and uh, with actually this team, right? <laughs> no, there's no, public, there's no, <laughs> there's no secret team aside where I meet separately, right? I know, uh, but uh, from yeah, the perspective yeah, of yeah, the audience. Uh, but uh, again, our first episode was about introducing the organization, right? It has different activities and projects. Um, each team, um, and then you know, ambassadors around the world. We have our own goals to achieve and um, the first season was a great opportunity to you know talk talk about each one of those um, and once when the second episode starts we have uh, we have been talking about perhaps bringing our individual members talking about their stories why they decided to you know join the organization it is always interesting to listen to people's stories right mm-hmm. if you think about it any success stories, you know, people are interested in other people, yeah. you know, other people. <laughs> <laughs> this, is a, this is a good use of that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe yes. we can it's include a, a little bit of that song <laughs> <laughs> at the end or something. So that's, that's exactly why, you know, it, it could be from the perspective of professionals, if, if we need to have, you know, like, uh, somebody who is you know 
who knows stuff in Mongolia, for example, uh, law enforcement officer, right? To teach the listeners what how to act in each cases, yeah. uh, that would be great. You know, episode to have to talk about it. Um, but aside from that, you know, stories is is the most important theme, and that's most likely what we're going to focus on the second episode. Mm-hmm. And it's going to have ten episodes. Also? Most likely, most likely, yeah. we'll see. We'll see about that. It's um, it's not. Um, we try to, you know, never skip our weekly uh, release time. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, and we certainly will try to continue doing that. But it's not always easy, especially when we uh, schedule conference calls with uh, with people. In Mongolia, mm-hmm. yeah, because of the time difference. Yep. And sometimes we have uh, we had run into uh, technical difficulties, although we fixed them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hopefully, you know, within due time. But yeah, we did our best, and I'm glad um, that we were able to talk to uh, different, very interesting and key individuals. But there are so many other people we didn't get a chance to talk to. But we will definitely in the in the future um, mm-hmm. seasons and episodes. Okay. Yes. Going forward, I think. Um, so going back into our episode today, let's uh, talk about Kambayer. Yeah. He's amazing um, member of Lantondakia, and so. Yeah. Uh, so why don't you uh, talk? On episode nine, we talked with Kambayar, who serves as, uh, who's currently an office manager of the Lantodakyo Mongolia, and um, he is he has a you know academic background in um, law, in law, in law, and um, and certainly over three years, I think it's three mm-hmm. years that he's been with the organization. Uh, you know, a lot of colleagues have great uh, things to talk about him. His work ethics of how he, you know, handles things and uh, his attention to details. Um, he, dedication he, too. Yes, dedication. He shared a lot of valuable information about uh, and, and provided statistics and numbers about many things. Um, I think one thing I remember from that conversation a big one actually was about uh, magic bag, right? Mm-hmm. This is an annual um, activity that a lot of volunteers get together and visit households in the in the Ger district in the, in the poor area. Mm-hmm. Um, this year, I think they were able to uh, meet with seven thousand people. Yeah, seven. Uh, they helped seven thousand children. Yes, and then they visited nine hundred families. Um, was was it 900 or 1500 yeah. no oh. 900 families 900 okay but overall they helped out children okay. um, overall 7000 i think they gave out gifts so um, in order to achieve that they had how many teams like they had 17 17 teams, 17 teams uh, they were including um, so mag- let's go back a little bit yeah during magic bag what we do is um, the volunteers dress up as um, Santa, Snow Girl, um, like a clown. clown, and then they go to this, you know, gear district and find the poorest family 
um, and you know find them um, and then um, provide gift not only did they do that but also they survey the family make sure mm -hmm. the children are safe mm -hmm. um, and uh, get numbers on that so mm -hmm. this year um, he was talking that they visited 900 families and they found 80 of them were like the poorest of the poor families that they needed to help um, mm -hmm. and notice make sure that they they go back and help them out and they found that uh, about 20 of those families the the children were in a very bad situation mm -hmm. so um, they need like, immediate help imme they need <clears throat> immediate <throat> help yeah. too yeah. and also to protect them immediately so mm -hmm. um, and uh, so and then also like not only did they just give out gifts but they also do this and then they go and follow up with those families and make mm -hmm. sure their um, life gets better and they connect it to the um, official organizations and um, district what is it, district offices and mm -hmm. social workers and things like that mm -hmm. so um, I thought it yeah. was very interesting the way they um, decide who to visit so it was not just they didn't just focus on the poorest families mm -hmm. of course they were um, one of the two main groups of families that they were focusing on but the other group was that a family with um, like children mm -hmm. many children and then they're they're, they're not, not necessarily uh, poor but there's just this happy like role model, mm -hmm. nice families with small children, mm -hmm. and and then they also wanted to visit visit them and give them gifts and encourage um, encourage the family because they're you know <clears throat> really doing a good job. Yeah, yeah, raising their kids. Um, yeah. But they're still in the Gert district, but not everybody in the Gert district are poor family. Mm -hmm. But there were so many that that we decided. That's how the actual Magic Mongolia, the biggest project that we have, um, have started mm -hmm. based off of the Magic Bag project. Yeah, and um, so Magic Bag project has been going on for five years. Mm -hmm. um, so every year we learn, and then um, and then because of Magic Bag, we come up with Magic Mongolia project. So mm -hmm. it's like always been there for, mm -hmm. during. For our organization <clears throat> yeah I'm not sure if, um, if you just had mentioned it but um, you know as I said as you said there mm -hmm. are 17 teams and each team has oh, yeah. four to five members, members uh -huh. and aside from the Santa snow girl and clown there is also um, this one other key member uh -huh. who is the surveyor uh -huh. I guess right yeah. um, who does take the note who also uh, makes sure that data is updated who who could be the driver or like who you know they would do multitask yeah. they would have uh -huh. different roles uh -huh. when they go visit a family and then um, he was talking about how hard is it's also to find the right family um, because uh, they could be going through three streets and not find a family. So that surveyor kind of go um, make sure that they are going to the right family and giving the gifts to most needed people. Um, mm -hmm. The reason being that is they could have just they could just give get the list from um, 
the government, you know. Um, but the reason is that whenever um, it's kind of like the what is it the harag chipple. So the harag. It's the equivalent of uh, of a county. Yeah, county. Um, people who, social workers, they have the list, but a lot of the times those lists are not updated or not, not doesn't reach to the right people. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we learned that from very beginning. So that's why we have a surveyor, surveyor who would look at their, you know, gear and see how it's looking and they make sure they, they're not just giving out gifts to regular families. I mean, they could, but, you mm-hmm. know, just we find that most needed people and make sure we're watching them and finding them and helping them. Yeah. If I remember it correctly, it's the sixth time, right? Fifth time. Fifth time? Yeah, I think the very first one was under a different name. Yeah. Okay. And then since Lantondakya had, um, you know, officially registered in Mongolia, it has been under a magic pack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. but it's been great, and every year, you know, we have been learning from our mistakes and having more systems. Oh, and then one other thing that's kind of important to mention was that um, <clears throat> all those people who are involved with the magic bag, um, the ones who are actually have been split up into teams, mm-hmm. where the official volunteer members mm-hmm. who have been involved in the projects over at least six months or mm-hmm. more so it's just not anybody who could go and visit that mm-hmm. um, families and because it's such an important task that it, it cannot be taken mm-hmm. lightly mm-hmm. Um, that's why everybody who was there were with us at least six months mm-hmm. yeah. and they um, they also train you know, make sure they, because it's a lot of um, the the volunteers get um, emotion can get emotional and um, mm-hmm. can see very worse situation too, and yeah, I know that they do train them for that also. Mm-hmm. Um, and Gambaira, were you gonna say? Something? Yeah, I was just no. gonna say Gambaira specifically. You know, uh, emphasize that. This is, although it's a it's a challenging project, mm-hmm. they they enjoy it the most. Mm-hmm. Like even the gift preparation, they only you know allow people who, um, you know, who actually dedicated their time mm-hmm. uh, at least six months, and uh, you know they wouldn't let. You know, I think the point I'm trying to make is uh, they. Uh, this is one of the most. This is one of the activities they they enjoy the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just once a year, because, and they look forward to it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Because they make a lot of children happy, you yeah. know. Yeah. They see, they see that, and uh, uh, he was talking about how the volunteers really like change after that, and they say, you know, I haven't thought of life would be like this, or you know, they their perspectives change and and their goals change, and mm-hmm. so it it makes a difference in their lives too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, um, I think uh, those um, he was talking about this year um, because of um, all the volunteers were focused on Magic Mongolia two projects. They had to 
prepare for Magic Pack for only two weeks, mm-hmm. uh, organize and everything. And so he was talking about how great the volunteers organized that in such short time and the, with such uh, enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. And then Kamber uh, also talked about this scholarship program, right? Why don't mm-hmm. you guys? Uh, maybe, sir, do you want to talk about that? Um, um, yeah, if I remember it correctly, this is uh, this is a scholarship that is offered by the government of Croatia. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is, and it it was specific. It was established a couple of years ago, and uh, Lantonokio members are this. This is the first case of having, you know, a scholarship um, recipients uh, going to going to universities universities in Croatia and for the last two times it's it, it has been Lantodokyo um, members mm-hmm. um, and we talked about this because you know it is always important to uh, actually Gambayer was emphasizing that um, the volunteers are the true silent heroes mm-hmm. who make all the magic happen and uh, you know the nature of volunteering is not First of all, it is not a paid mm-hmm. uh, commitment, but incentives such as you know actually recognizing their volunteer work, recognizing their leadership, scholarships like this mm-hmm. um, set a great example for those who you know who who want to you know who want to commit their time for others. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's. That's why we talked about it. Do you guys mm-hmm. have anything yeah. else to add? There? Yeah, so far uh, there are three, uh, Recipient. three recipients who are studying in Croatia. 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 Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, and they, um, they you know, compete between the Lantan Daka volunteer members. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's and only offered to the Lantan Daka members. Yeah. Because I asked about it, like, how come if it's funded by the government of Croatia, how come, you know, it's like only members and he emphasized that it's um, it's the named after it's only for the Lantondaho members oh, okay. so it's one of the incentives I mean there are so many great things come mm-hmm. out of um, volunteering but it's one of the other things that is only offered mm-hmm. to Lantondaho members and mm-hmm. as Sinhe mentioned it's um, you know the, the, the volunteers would have to mm-hmm go through certain steps yeah. and qualify to apply and then once everybody's you know applied mm-hmm. then they have to be picked and the scholarship they go go to study is um, uh, like psychology and social work and in those study field so I think the Lantundhua members would be the best candidates because they go out in the field and see Mm-hmm. cases and then they would return and hopefully um, contribute their knowledge in the field that they are you know passionate mm-hmm. and come back to Antondaha and work yeah. with us you know yeah and even <laughs> if they wouldn't come I mean yeah. that would be great if they would come back mm-hmm. to work with you know for Antondaha but even if they wouldn't yeah it's still a great asset to Mongolia yeah exactly yeah. exactly yeah. Um, aside from that uh, if we're talking big picture but uh, highlights uh, of things that happened in 2019 
the first thing is the biggest thing is obviously Magic Mongolia 2 project, uh, which is three times as the as the first one. And okay. I think we talked about mm-hmm. this in one of our previous episodes. But uh, what's the completion completion stage at this moment? So um, basically, it's ninety percent complete. Okay. All of the outside work um, is done, I think. And then they're just doing all of the interiors. interiors. Yeah. Um, I uh, I think I, I just want to say uh, when Gambayer was talking about Magic Mongolia Two project, one of the greatest you know achievement that we had for the year is that because um, we reached out to so many people, um, he was talking about almost 100,000 people, um, you know, uh, re- you contributed. Know, contributed. And um, so that means that we have reached out to that many people and made awareness um, mm-hmm. about, you know, for this project. So he was saying it was one of the, also a great accomplishment mm-hmm. um, just it would be part of awareness you yeah. know and people are supporting means that they're they want to help and they they want to help in 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 our project yeah mm-hmm. um, as as he mentioned the seed money mm-hmm. the initial investment was uh, pledged by energy resource right, mm-hmm. that uh, contributed three hundred thousand dollars um that launched the project you mm-hmm. know and and um that kind of gave us the hope that yeah. we could actually complete it because in the beginning um the magic mongolia one was completed uh, with the total budget of one trillion sorry one Tugruk. billion Tugruk. So, um, and it's such a huge amount of money and, and everything, it's 100% funded by um, public. And although some half of them were monetary, half of them were in-kind mm-hmm. support. Um, and then we were planning to, which is going on right now, to build the Magic Mongolia two, three, at least three times as big as the first one. So we just... Uh, a little bit overwhelmed with the mm-hmm. how much money we needed, and mm-hmm. but because of um, energy resource, we were able to purchase the land and get the project going. Mm-hmm. And also, since then, there were thousands and thousands of people mm-hmm. and companies, um, both in Mongolia and um, abroad, mm-hmm. like in different countries. They just generously supported and still supporting the Magic Mongolia, Magic Bag, and Lantondhe activities. Mm-hmm. So we're very grateful for all who mm-hmm. have been supporting us. Yeah, yeah. and uh, this uh, project is just went so fast, right? Uh, within just six months, we have completed 90% of the this huge project. So. Um, everybody over there in Mongolia worked yeah. very hard. Yeah, <laughs> um, although it's ninety percent complete, ninety percent of the funding hasn't, you know, the expense hasn't been paid yet. It doesn't mean uh-huh, it's, yeah. it's it's paid up to date. We still need a lot of support to um, to make our payments, mm-hmm. 
And as, as some of you may know, the big capital construction projects, um, the payments don't go all at once. They yeah. have the installments. So basically the first installment has been made and then their most majority of the second installment hasn't been made and mm -hmm. there is still like ongoing um, process and after everything is complete we still have to make the final installment payment and there will be more mm -hmm. i mean it's it sounds like a very um negative like a pessimistic mm -hmm. <laughs> but that's the truth really mm -hmm. like we really need you know we need mm -hmm. continuous funding and so if you could spread the word <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. also um uh, because not only after completing the construction we also need to now we have such a beautiful facility we need to hire people and have people work and um so definitely there's going to be more operational cost involved in that mm -hmm. yeah that's the immediate so, cha challenge we can think of non-profit and we always you know non-profit always need <laughs> support from the public so yeah, yeah. and that brings us to the uh, last item <laughs> that's on the agenda <laughs> i wanna uh-huh yeah go ahead oh i just want to talk a little bit about uh yeah. A little bit. <laughs> no, he um he's a great guy. <laughs> I just want to say that. <laughs> no, yeah. no. Um no he I remember the last um last question you had about uh, for him was that what he sees in the future, what his goal was and mm -hmm. and uh, his passion for uh Hum, uh, human rights and he wants to be not only expert in Mongolia but be a uh, be a person a spokesperson to uh, contribute to the international societies and that was very uh, impressive uh, for yeah. me and yeah he uh, one of his uh, long-term goal yeah was to join the United Nations and um, really dedicate himself to the betterment of the, for all humans, not yeah. just Mongolian children or the people who have been um, human trafficked or violated in any other ways. But he is really passionate about working for the human mm -hmm. in a bigger scale. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm sure he could yeah achieve whatever he puts his mind to because we were really impressed by the, just by speaking with him was very impressive, but also we could all see from his um, work ethic, hardworking, very uh -huh. high personal organization. Compassion. Yeah. So he's a well, well-rounded professional. And then we're very sure that he will get there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wish him luck. Yes. But the next topic is <laughs> not but the next, but uh, yeah, the great. This brings us gradually to the to the conclusion to the conclusion part of, of, of our conversation today. We wanted to take a moment to remind everyone of uh, what ways there are the supporters and the listeners can use to you know express you know show their support. Um, so yeah, mm -hmm. what ways are there? 
So just to get it started, <laughs> there are many ways to um, join us or help us, support us. One of the ways is to uh, become a monthly donor. Um, you can go into our go to our website at www.lantondohyo.org and click on the donate button and choose um, monthly subscriber and you can input the amount that you are willing to um, donate every month and and your information is um, safely secured in our um, data but if you were to become a monthly donor all of the proceedings goes to the operation to cover the operations costs um, both Magic Mongolia 1 and 2 and if you own a business, you could also be a monthly uh, magic business by donating at least $100 or more. <laughs> and if you um, just want to donate once, you can choose the one-time donation and enter your information. Mm -hmm. um, and then the one other easy way is to um, join the Facebook campaign. Mm -hmm. If you see your friends um, donating, have friends have uh, created the birthday campaign, then you can either um, donate to that campaign or you can also create, create your, your own. own birthday campaigns. Speaking of which, I just did that. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> your birthday is coming up. Yes. So then. And happy uh, birthday. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what else? Aside from um, monetary donations, why don't you talk about the volunteers um, and the different yeah. ways to join? Um, yeah, you can you can not only do a monetary donation, but also you can share your talent and uh, skills with us by volunteering with us. Um, you can um, contact me at enhe at lantundhe.org directly or you can uh, email to podcast at lantondeha.org mm -hmm. um, uh, and uh, you know I have I have some uh, I have some of my volunteers who uh, live in uh, uh, different states and uh, a lot of the help we need is uh, translation or um, you know it, it can be any it, it can be a lot of different type of help mm -hmm. um not just translation so um we so, look for uh different organizations and yeah. professionals who can lead us to a um, potential um, partnership interesting projects yeah. and we are willing to work with different people mm -hmm. so yeah definitely and so yeah the, feel free to contact and um yes let us know what you Let think. Let us know, yeah, and I'll be happy to speak to you. I think one last thing, one last option that um, the listeners could have is uh, purchasing our merchandise, right? Mm -hmm. on, 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 I think it's available on Etsy.com. So that's another way. After, I also Amazon, smileamazon.com. Yeah. Um, all the, uh, a small percentage of all your purchases online on, on Amazon uh, if you choose the supporting organization as um, as Lantondohyo, uh, a small percentage will be 
donated to to us so mm -hmm. that could be another option mm -hmm. and uh, also we have some, uh, some of our supporters who work in in some companies and they do a matching donation uh, or if you work there and volunteer for us then they also provide like grants for nonprofits so um, if you work in a company just look up there you know um, policies. policies and uh -huh. check it out yep <laughs> yeah so 2019 has been a great year mm -hmm. and we pretty much talked about what had happened in in mm -hmm. Mongolia but it's also um, what we have been working as well so Magic Mongolia 2 was a main focus for us the nonprofit in in the states as well mm -hmm. and also as, as you guys obviously know if you're hearing this yeah. one of the biggest and coolest thing and um, the the most the one that i'm most excited about is the podcast mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm very happy that it it has started and the first season is um about to be over i mean not excited about that it's being <laughs> over but excited that it's it's getting completed mm -hmm. yes yeah. and I, I i hope that this will you know become a great a great tradition that will continue to the to the coming years um, as another great way to receive information in addition to everything else mm -hmm. so would like to thank all the listeners all the supporters um for uh for staying with us um mm -hmm. and then we and I wish you all the best in in 2020 and certainly uh Enge, Bodro, um and we also have all you there from time to time um for your continue uh, thank you for your continuous support um and we will see you in 2020 yes please um share our podcast and hope you'll join our second season bye happy new year <laughs> bye <laughs>